0: Hello travelers, welcome to the Mwende Wino podcast. Mwende Wino translates to go well in several Zambian languages and is a way of bestowing travel mercies upon people who are embarking on a journey. The Mwende Wino podcast aims to inspire you to explore your city, your country, your continent and beyond. In each episode, I will speak to people who embody what traveling well means to them my name is Mazuwa Kapambwe, and I am your host. Now, I'm really excited about the guests I have on today's episode. And the episode is titled How to Travel Around the World by Motorcycle. That might give you a clue on who my guests are if you've watched BBC Africa. Um, my guests are Joan and DOS, who are a couple from Kenya, and they have been traveling through um the continent of Africa and they're now in South America and they've been uh, traveling on their motorcycles and documenting their travels on their blog which is ThrottleAdventures.com They also have a YouTube channel which is titled Throttle Adventures so you can check them out there and their Twitter, hand- their Twitter handle is at A D V underscore KE. So Joan and Doss, how are you guys doing?
1: You're very well, thank
0: you. How is your morning? It's like I told you before we started recording, it's a little rainy, but hopefully the sun should be coming out um, (laughs) very shortly. But I'm sure where you guys are, it's sunny. Yes, yes. Awesome awesome weather here. Awesome. And where exactly are you you guys right now?
2: Currently, we're in Loppa.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, like, let's go back to the start of your story. So, he said, "Yeah, in okay, great, great." Um, so let's um start. Let's go back and start um at the beginning of your story. Um, you pretty much did the unthinkable for i guess i would say africans (laughs) you 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 quit your jobs in july 2018 you cashed in your pension to travel first around the continent of africa and then around south america on your motorcycles and since then you've been featured on bbc africa you've been featured on airbnb's website um, and so and so on um now can you tell us briefly um you know your story in terms of you know what was the moment when you actually like decided okay this is what we're going to do and what steps did you make to what, what steps did you take to make traveling happen
1: uh, it started like an easy evening mm-hmm. we sometime in june 2016
3: yeah
1: we we both came home from from work and we both had very miserable day, mm-hmm. unfortunately, mm-hmm. And, and so on that day, we didn't want to talk about work and everything that had happened, so we started perusing what do we watch tonight and what do we do and thinking about other things outside work, and that's when those came up with the idea, why don't we take a year and travel if we're really feeling a bit unhappy at work at the moment,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and I didn't even think twice about it. I said, yes, let's do that. So jokingly, we said it that night, Uh but the following day we started planning. Mm -hmm. And it took us two years to plan for the whole trip. Mm
3: -hmm. So
1: we started by looking at our our savings, what did we both have. We looked at the assets we had. We looked at what we could let go and we started selling things and then quit the job. And eventually the plan that was meant to be one year because of the route planning
0: turned into three years. And how did that turn into three years? Was it because you're traveling through Africa and like the terrain is a little bit um, different from like what's always listed on the map?
1: We we looked at the map and um, of course we were borrowing our route plan from people who've done it, but mm-hmm. none of them had done it from Africa. Mm-hmm. So we had to incorporate the African part of the route. And when we did that, it went beyond one year, mm-hmm. then we looked at the the remaining parts of the journey mm-hmm. and how to get back home and we're like, why don't we just touch all the seven continents? So when we included all the
0: seven continents, it came to three years.
1: Okay. And we said, we're gonna do it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, awesome. What, now I wanna know like, what did your family think about that? I'm sure they probably, called all the, you know, like in Zambia when when people do something like out of the crazy they call the family members, have a family meeting, they sit you down <laughs> telling you you're crazy <laughs> how did your family respond to that? Uh, we
2: had a mix of both uh, we had a mix of where uh, uh, John's family uh, got us together and we had to explain that we're traveling the world and um. Uh, this is what we are doing, uh, but the most important was to tell uh, the kids uh-huh. that we are traveling, mm-hmm. which was two years before uh, we started traveling. So it was uh, trying to get them ready that we will not be there for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one was telling our family and friends, and our family uh, got us together. They asked us what we are doing, and we explained to them what we are doing, and uh, both of our families were really open, and they gave us uh, their blessing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing. So and it, was,
2: it, was, it, was, it was interesting.
0: Well, I mean, at least they gave you their blessing. That's the most important thing, you know, because um, it can be a little difficult to, you know, to, to do unconventional things as an African, so I'm glad your family was, uh, at the end, was open to that. Um, now, can you... Can you share with us some of your highlights um, from you know from from your trip so far? You've you've you, you you did the continent of Africa and now you're you're still in South America. But is there anything any memories in particular that stick out for you um, in Africa and in South America so far?
2: Um, in Africa, Africa is whole, mm-hmm. and Africa is very welcoming and it's very warm. We had a really beautiful time in Africa. Um, From Africa, we went to uh, South America, Buenos Aires, Mm -hmm. then went to Antarctica. Antarctica was a very big highlight of our trip. Uh, Antarctica is very elusive for very many travelers. Mm -hmm. And for us being there, it was uh, one of the most amazing, spectacular places on earth. Um, South America was different uh-huh. it was different, it was warm the people were amazing the people are still amazing um, the culture and the driving because we are riding our motorcycles in Africa we, we um, drive on the left hand side yes. here uh, the driving is on the right hand side so initially we had the challenge where we had to adjust, uh-huh. but the adjustment was uh, really fast. But mm-hmm. <laughs> the highlight of the whole entire trip is uh, there is a renewed sense of humanity. People are very warm and welcoming everywhere we go,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and we we are blessed.
0: Um, that's great, and I um you were you mentioning um. The other side, driving on the other side of the road, you know, that always takes me back to Zambia. So, um, you know, like living part of the time in America, then my parents' cars, when I'm back in Zambia, you know, they're like a left-hand drive. So, like, now me trying to, like, get on the road, so it's always, like, another thing. My dad always drives on the wrong oh, yeah, side first. <laughs>
1: dungeons are the worst because you tend to think people
0: are coming for you I know no like actually I always have to have a co-pilot when I'm going like on a roundabout because I'm like I can't judge the distance <laughs> but I like how you mentioned um, the spirit of humanity I think you know South Africans call that like Ubuntu um, you know like and, and you mentioned even in one of your videos like how I think you you were um, you're talking about like different stereotypes about how you know, people will ask you uh, in South America, like, is it safe to, to, to be in Africa? Is it safe to travel in Africa? And you're asking them, like, is it safe to travel in South America because of like, the different um, things that you, know, you, you read or you see in the media about South America and different things that they see about Africa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah indeed. Um, so can you tell me um, what you've learned Um, about each other and yourselves through your travels? I mean, you've been traveling um, as a couple, and um, how do you think that has changed, first of all, your relationship with each other, if it has at all, because now you're, like, together 24-7? And would you recommend travel, um, not just on motorcycles, but even just travel in general with your significant other? Would you recommend doing that to... To kind of get closer and learn more about each other. Yeah,
1: uh, but we were still best of friends even when we left home. But we never spent two hours together,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like literally twenty four hours together. Yeah. But now we we've learned to be each other's best of friend and, and best of company.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Before before, we would be in the office eight hours and we would come home and would have a lot to talk about from different experiences during the day. Yeah. But you can imagine conversations after you've experienced the same thing every day. So there's nothing new for each other.
0: I know, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's one other thing that we have learned. Uh-huh. That we must create conversations for each other. Eh? Because we've seen everything together the whole day, the whole night was the same for each other. So we've learned to create other conversations for each other and uh, learned to do things, different things with each other. Mm-hmm. So we can bridge that gap of what we say to each other, you know?
0: Yeah. And um and Doss, what uh, have you learned about your wife? I also travel. <laughs>
2: One thing, we've also met uh, a lot of couples that, that are traveling together, and it, it has been uh, amazing uh, just to learn from them. And one of the major things is to um, I think, um, be different and be patient with each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you are spark at each other, but at the end of the day, so so, uh, for us, it has been uh, a learning process, learning um, Joanne and Joanne learning uh, a lot about me. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Joanne, you want to chime in about what you've learned about DOS? Yeah, um,
1: it's now much easier for me to do without uh, being too emotional. <laughs> okay. I think I've become very, very tolerant. <laughs> I've become more understanding. Mm-hmm. So you know those <laughs> relationship that can get you pissed off. Mm-hmm. Now, now I know that they're they actually the small, they're very interesting things. We laugh about so many things then when we spark at each other.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Our fights have become less. Like, okay, but- You were saying your fights have become less insane. about what
1: And more fun. Because we now we, we now realise that we are all we have. It's us against the world.
0: Yes. I like I like that. Um, I
1: Yeah. I don't have my friends to run to. He doesn't have his friends to run to. He can't say I'm going to meet the boys. I can't say I'm going to meet the girls. We just have each other
0: yeah well i mean you can say that you're going to meet like if you meet any other i guess travelers or any other couples you can like go for a girl's night i guess if that's possible and leave him at home <laughs> it's been possible
1: but it's not very common but it's happened It's um, especially when we stay in, uh,
2: backpackers.
3: in
1: backpackers and hotels for a longer time mm-hmm. then we make friends and we are able to to have time with the friends we make like in, in in africa from malawi to south africa we travel with a group of friends that we made in malawi
0: mm-hmm. that, that's awesome yeah. um now in terms of like what your specific um roles are as travelers there was a, a, a youtube um on your youtube channel throttle adventures um you talked about you know the role that you play As a traveler, um, and in particular, you mentioned um, being an ambassador of the country that you're from, which is um, Kenya, and then, you know, the continent of Africa as a whole. And then even like in relation to the country that you're visiting and how um, your behavior essentially can impact how other travelers see you. And like when you when I when I watched that video, like I actually I, I really felt that part because. For me, as you know, Zambians are not, I guess, very common in the diaspora. And to, like we, you know, we're usually in England, and then even in the US, like most Zambians are based in, I think, Texas. So, you know, in New York, sometimes I'm like the very first Zambian someone I've ever met, and I always feel this pressure to be like a certain kind of Zambian because I don't want people to be like, "Oh, I went, to, I met this girl from Zambia, and she was like, you know, not what I expected about Zambia." Um, So could you tell us, um, you know, um, why it's so important for you to consciously, um, you know, act as ambassadors for your country and your continent?
2: I I think it's very important because most of the, while overlanding on motorcycles, we are going to, we spend the night mostly places where they've never seen any black paprika. And it's very important to us how we behave. And because there are other people who are going to come after us, and it's about perception. If we leave a bad perception of the people from Africa who come after us, will be treated really badly. So for us, we feel like it's a big burden on our shoulders. It, you know, the, it, for people to see Africa, Africans, Kenyans as very. Um, uh, really nice people and very welcoming, and people who can interact with them, and also integrating with the people that you meet and try and speak the language, especially like Spanish here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: A lot of Spanish, but it has been interesting. Like when you meet people and they're like, Oh, we've never met people from Africa. You're the coolest people we've met from Africa, and it's it's amazing.
0: So yeah, we when we were
1: leaving, oh, sorry. Go ahead. When we were leaving Kenya, we we said that one of the big reasons why we are doing this trip, besides us fulfilling our own personal adventure, is to represent Kenya and represent Africa as a whole. Mm-hmm. And we, and we we truly truly want to be committed to that because out there the perception of other people especially those who haven't traveled who gets to only in a class or um information on media or watching we don't get
2: to see very good
1: mm-hmm.
2: they have a lot of a lot of questions about africa
1: yeah so we we feel we have a responsibility to first um, present Africans as true Africans, high people, loving people, and wonderful people, and also when we meet people who think out about what they have had and read about us.
0: Mm-hmm. That's um th- that's great. Thank you for sharing. Um, you um let's talk about something that a lot of travelers don't talk about, which is something that you shared on your on your on your vlog um because I think um you know with the rise of Instagram and all these other platforms, it's very um you know as a traveler or even like a travel writer travel blogger or travel influencer like your i guess your job is to make travel look like this amazing. Thing and you're, you're meant to like inspire people to you know pack their bags and go and be on a beach somewhere um but then you know the realities of traveling long term um are that you know sometimes you do get um burnt out um and that is travel burnt out so um you know, you you um you, you both confessed about, you know, some of the strenuous um you know ways of traveling around and then you decided to take a two week break to relax. Um but you know that's something that you could have decided not to share. So why was it so important for you to share that with your followers? Um one thing we are trying um
1: and we we, we don't don't want to give uh, false impo- inf- information or this kind of travel, so who genuinely believe in have to be able to do this kind of travel from anywhere in the world. We don't want to show nice race, uh, nice good weather, if it rains, you have the gear and then pretty pictures because that's not what it I, we believe that for you to travel, you first need to prepare mentally and you need mm-hmm. to understand what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. Travel by motorcycle is different from traveling by air, where you're responsible from point A to point B. On motorcycle, it's your responsibility to get from point A to point B, and if echo breaks down, it's your responsibility to fix it. If the weather is bad, deal with it you don't have a shelter on you so for that reason we don't edit our pictures for that reason we tell the truth about our travel we want to have anyone coming on board positively how this kind of travel is and be want to prepare effectively for their journey
0: um doc do you have anything you? i
2: think um, uh, i think even when people are traveling for extended periods of time, uh, there's a point that you're going to reach and you're like, "Ah, ah I'm so tired." Um, and it's traveling is mind, body, and soul at the same time. So you need to take some time and uh, recuperate and just do nothing and just rest.
0: Mm-hmm. And 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 was yeah. your was your um, was your rest planned like from the beginning when you were planning a trip, did you have like any, do you usually have like rest days and then this was just like an additional like rest week? So how, like, how does this essentially like affect your overall schedule and like timing? In the beginning when we were
1: traveling, we put rest days, but the rest put in were because food cover so much mileage and we know that the body takes at all on that. And we'll say, okay, from point A to point B, we're covering probably a thousand. For example, we left Buenos Aires to Iguazu, we did one of the We also had a date before, those are the kind of rest days incorporated in, in our plan, but this was the burnout and that was
0: important for us to talk about awesome well thank you for sharing your your story with um with your with your followers and being honest about you know the realities of 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 traveling um in in, in the same in, in on your vlog um in the same um episode where you spoke about burnout you talked about um the speed of travel that you do um and you also mentioned there was something that you mentioned about visas and um you know generally as an african passport holder it is a lot more complex um you know the process of acquiring a visa and just like you know the money that's spent and the you know the different documents that you have to have um when you're applying for a visa with some other you know, people from other countries or other continents do not have to you know have to deal with um on the same level. Um so would you say that the difficulties of acquiring visas as Africans is one reason why you know many do not decide to do long term travel, you know, kind of similar to what you guys are doing.
2: Yes. Uh, first of all Cover in a day uh, so, uh, vary. You mm-hmm. have uh, very long chairs you ride. Right? Um, so that determines uh, the speed and um, how we are going to plan out our trip. Uh, second thing is uh, the visa time that uh, individual countries. Grant us uh, because uh, Kenya, we don't really have a very good passport, so we have to apply for a lot of visas as we travel. Sometimes they don't come cheap, mm-hmm. so uh, and know when we are going to be in a certain country and when to exit, so as to give us time. Um, if the next country denies us a visa, then we can come back. And sometimes it takes really long to apply for a visa. For example, the Chilean visa um, took about one month to to be granted for a visa, and the whole of that time we were in Argentina. And we were not sure whether the Chilean embassy was to grant us a visa. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they did grant us a visa, we had uh, a month to from the, to do everything we wanted to do. Get into Chile, so sometimes the time that they're given is is short.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So we have to really, really, and go fast. Yeah. The other
1: thing that is that um, we have to incorporate in that time that we are given. For example, ninety days, which has been common, other than Bolivia, which is thirty days. Mm-hmm. In the th- have to incorporate our rest days. We have to also incorporate days of in case we have to do or do anything to the lights. We also have to incorporate weather. For example, it rained so much and we we, had day, we are moving and, we, and and there's nothing much we can do because we are not covered and it's not safe for us, especially if it's so grey. Not safe for us on the road. Mm-hmm. So once we we incorporate all that, we are left with very little time, and we have to move very fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me? Um, I'm just curious to know, like, um, what if like one of you wants to go to a certain place or a certain like route? Like, how do you decide? since there's only two of you. Like, who? Like, how do you vote on? Where, or like, does one have to convince the other person, um, you know, to unanimously agree to go to a certain
2: place? Oh, that happens a lot. It
3: happens
2: a lot. It happens a lot. We've changed our plan so many times. Uh Like, we get to a place and I want to say something, and she wants to go a different direction and say something. So we come to a compromise and say, okay, fine, we'll go there. For one day, then we ride, then we go to the other place, or sometimes we decide we just are going.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. because if it's going to increase our mileage too much beyond the time we have, then we have to agree to what to let go. Mm-hmm. But if the mileage is not so much, we we kind of have a compromise yeah. that we reduce the days we we we're gonna spend in each place. But mm-hmm. visit both places. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, we couldn't go to
0: Patagonia.
1: I really wanted to go to Patagonia. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that. That's a good strategy. Um. Because sometimes people just decide to flip a coin, and then whoever wins gets to go. So. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh huh. That's that's interesting. Um, Yeah, we do (laughs) better. I mean, so who, um, out of the two of you, like, who is the, I guess you can say, like, the super, you know, the super planner? Because, like, what I've noticed is that. In my family, like, I am the, like, my family, I don't know if it's because I'm a travel writer or blogger that they just think I, like, know everything about places. So they're like, oh, you're planning this trip, you're booking the tickets, you're booking the hotel, you're making the itinerary. And then I do all that and then, you know, we we visit the place and then everyone starts complaining because, like, for me, I love, like, you know museums and bookstore bookshops and stuff, so i can s I can gladly spend a whole afternoon like in museums and bookshops, and you can see my family start getting uncomfortable and getting you know bored and then they get annoyed, and I'm just yeah. like, if I plan this thing, we're going it's my way <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, so.
0: yeah, so for you guys um who's the who's the super, <laughs> super planner
2: uh, we normally we don't make long term plans mm-hmm. but we, we, when we stay in hostels we get a lot of information about uh, different places and what to do so th- that really helps us like plan for our trip pretty really well mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm, a, I, I'm good with making getting us there okay but when we, we normally join has most of the say on what we have to do and <laughs> <laughs> <See>?
0: <laughs> I,
1: I can confirm be... to you, Dos is very good with MAP, uh-huh. he's very good at um, getting the five-day plan, he will have an idea of, you know, I have seen we can do this, we can do this, we can do this, and most of the times I'll know only two out of the five,
3: mm-hmm. so
1: he's very good and he's very ahead <laughs> to do his research well, Well, on the other hand I think my strength is in social media because i love it as well i don't mind being out there saying things Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we come we kind of complement each other and booking hotels. and 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 i i I do the booking of hotels uh not really hotels we we use hostels Hostels. and once in a while we use airbnb just to get the privacy as a couple Mm
3: -hmm.
0: great um that kind of has become my role Uh because i like it yeah well, th- th- that's great um, and he is very good at planning the trip. Too. well I mean it's great to have those skills and that you know that you complement each other um, so well um, so just speaking of future plans um, where are you traveling to next and um, like how uh, in terms of like the you know your whole journey like how long do you expect it to to take until you decide that you know it's time to go back home to Kenya?
2: Um, currently, i be on next. We want to get into the US
3: mm-hmm. from
2: the US, Australia Asia, uh, back to Africa to. Um in terms of time, I think initially we search time, but oh, uh, so uh currently for me I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you decided to tell me
1: things now.
0: <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs>
2: no, like literally, like some countries are very expensive. Like Chile Chile is a very expensive country we didn't expect that we will spend that up so it depends with the budget also and how much we have so if the money runs out faster then we go back home if we trip
0: Well, I mean, you guys could still do like a crowdfunding, I guess, a crowdfunding campaign or something. I'm sure that it would be really successful given your, you know, like your social media interactions and all the people that are, you know, following along your journey and want to see you succeed and complete your mission. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I'm, that that might come along, looking at things right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, people people do... Mm-hmm. Are <laughs> people do all kinds of, you know, they raise money for even like, you know, how to make a potato salad. Like that was one that went viral a couple of years ago. So why not? <laughs> yeah.
1: Please also share ideas with us of how to make money on the road because the time we get our uh, visas, we can't work at all. We hoped that we'll be able to probably work in hostels and and save some money if we stay like two weeks or three weeks. But we've realized none is taking, and uh, three weeks and above, which given our time and traveling on on motorcycles and visa time, we're not able to do. Mm. You guys, so that saving plan has has. has el- and
0: it's gone, uh well, I mean, maybe you guys can like start doing like a merchandise line, like sell t shirts with your brand or like water bottles or like you know, I don't know little luggage tags or something that'll be cute <laughs> I'm definitely talking to you <laughs> <laughs> i mean you have a you have a brand you know you on you know on BBC Africa even an airbnb so like you just have to like you know think about like. You know, if you have a brand and then people are like willing to to buy into it, like which I think they are, then like, you know, that's that's a good strategy. But we can talk about that like, you know, later after after we after we finish recording the yes. episode. Um <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just ask for a ten percent cut, that's all. You know, it's small, small money, you know? <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. There's nothing for free. Exactly. <laughs> okay, um, so like obviously, like I mentioned before, people have been inspired by, by your journey. People have been watching your videos and asking questions. Um, People have been, you know, tweeting you and interacting with you on social media. And I'm sure you get messages pretty frequently from people asking, you know, what does it take for them to kind of like follow in your footsteps, um, even if it's not, you know, going around the world by motorcycle, but just in terms of like, long-term travel, or traveling as a couple. So what tips do you have for Africans that want to travel um, long-term and more unconventionally?
3: (laughs) She's pointing at me.
1: Uh (laughs) Okay, the first thing I would say, yeah, I really wanted him to answer this question, but he's thrown it back at me. The first thing is being mentally prepared. Your journey starts in your mental state. Mm-hmm. Take away the fears, take away the worries. You can't take all of them. There's always, we're all human beings, so we will worry about things. Be fierce about things. But the first thing is to prepare yourself mentally about long term. Otherwise, you give up too quickly when things that are not positive happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The second thing and um, I always say is in my own, the reason why it's harder to travel with a passport from African countries is because not so many of us travel and so even these other countries that have rules set for our passports and requirements have not had a reason to relook to into those rules because they don't see many of us, so they haven't had a reason to look at and say, "Hey, you know, we are now processing a uh, hundred Africans in a in a month and see how best to do this job." Setting mm-hmm. pace, it's gonna be taking so long to approve visas. Mm-hmm. So we need to travel more. We need to travel more, and. The other item I would, from myself, is that it's um, a beautiful place. We have been a, a fed with a lot of negativity that is not true, and therefore there shouldn't be any fear for anyone to leave. Taking security precaution is a must anywhere in the world, so it's not just uh, prescribed for certain countries or certain continents.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: just add your points
2: um for me I think it would be first of all having a dream, like you said, being prepared mentally. Um, if you don't have a dream to travel, you're not going to travel. Uh, secondly, I think people see traveling as a luxury, but it's for us we've seen it's more of an investment into our personal lives. Mm-hmm. So um how like more people to see traveling as an investment and to be open to that and for people to save because we had to save for a really, really long time mm-hmm. for us just to travel so I think saving is a really, is, is a really big component mm-hmm. and thirdly, there are very many mm-hmm. modes of transport, of traveling and backpacking can be one of them uh, i think the media really influences uh how people travel mm-hmm. and people think it's just taking a flight and there's so many ways people can travel cheaply so yeah
0: thank you for that and it's,
2: doable. it's doable
0: yeah i like how you mentioned traveling is not just taking a plane because one of um the first guest they had on the Mwende Wino podcast, she's actually from Kenya as well. Um, Winnie Roeva who's a travel adventure and travel writer and you know, she was she was saying that because, you know, every time we think about travel, we're like, Oh, I'm gonna get on this plane and I'm gonna go on vacation and I'm gonna do this but you forget that there's so many other ways of of getting around, you know, like even in, in Zambia, um, one of my goals when I go back home in um, in a couple of months, is to take. We have this um this train. It's called Tazara. It runs between between uh, Zambia from the Central Province to all the way to um, to Dar es Salaam. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean. I I'm still debating whether I have like the fortitude to actually take this trip which might end up being like it's supposed to be a 3-day trip and it can be a 5-day trip or 6-day trip if people go on strike or whatever but like I still feel like you know that would be an interesting way to to experience the country you know through trains because we're always either in a car or you're flying somewhere you know or you're taking a bus but like there are other ways that you mentioned people can get around. Yeah yeah um so last uh,
2: uh, our sister did that uh-huh
0: she did the tazara
2: our sister did that and she loved it
0: oh wow she must i, I need to get in touch with her to give me yeah, some tips sure. because i don't know if i can do it <laughs> it's a, it's an idea
3: <laughs> no, I, I will send you her contact.
0: I would definitely <laughs> appreciate that. Um, so, lastly, where can we find you on social media? We are on Facebook
1: as Throttle Adventures. We are on Instagram as ThrottleAdventures.ke. We are on Twitter as ThrottleADV underscore KE. We have a website which is throttleadventures. And then we have a youtube which is throttle adventures they're
0: everywhere <laughs> great um so if you need to send throughout your adventures a question make sure you check out the instagram make sure you watch their vlogs on their youtube channel uh make sure you go on their website because they have you guys do like regular updates on your vlog so people can like stay in touch with you there um so that's great and for the muende we know podcast in particular you can go on twitter at Mwende we know which is spelled M W E N D E B W I N O. If you want the show notes for this episode and every other podcast episode, go to the blog which is MwendeWino.WordPress.com. we know And um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. My Twitter, my Instagram handle is at I am the Zuba, which is I-A-M-T-H-E-Z-U-B-A. And you can listen to this episode on SoundCloud. You can listen to it on CastBox. Um, and you can listen to it on anchorfm.com. Okay, um, Doss and John, I would like to thank you so much for being guests on the Mwende Winner podcast. Or oh, in your life, I'll say it in Swahili. Asante sana. <laughs> Karibu.
3: <laughs> Karibu
0: sana. <laughs> um, I love Kenya, by the way. And I need to probably. go back. I need to visit your beautiful country again. Oh, yes,
1: please do. And when we come
0: back, we are definitely hosting you. awesome. and if you if you happen to do your u s. trip and travel through New York, let me know. I'll tell you the most scenic um, place if you if you're looking for like scenery, you know, um one of the best places to drive through is um it's called the Hudson Valley region, which is where. My my school is located in this region but it starts all the way like in northern New York and goes up like almost to Vermont and like there's like the scenery is amazing like if you if you're driving here through like the fall which is like the autumn season or the spring like you can see the the cherry blossoms if you're driving in the fall you can see like the leaves changing color and then there are like little um creeks on the way so it's really beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, that would be
1: really nice. We are working very hard to see if we
0: get there before winter. Oh yes, please, because winter is not is not <laughs> the best. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, guys. Um, I thank you so much, and I wish you safe travels in the near future. Um, you know, in English we say go well or travel well, but in my country in Zambia we say muende wino.
3: Thank you so much. Thank
0: you so much. You're welcome.